0: Hello, hello. Welcome to the Back Porch Podcast. I'm Corey Dempsey. And I'm Andrew Bean. This week, it is Oscars week. So we are going to be talking about all of the nominees, and we are going to be making some predictions, and we are going to be sharing some takes, and we are going to be sharing some desires, what we want to win if we controlled the Oscars, which, you know, we should. I don't know if I agree with that. (laughs) No, no, we shouldn't. (laughs) But our guest this week is our good friend and... Academy Awards, movie awards extraordinaire, has all the knowledge, Corey Schneider.
1: Corey, what's going on? Thanks for having me. Good. I would like to say returning champion. Yeah. For this very purpose last year. Uh, good. I'm doing well. How are you guys? Doing great. I, I saw
0: can't... Method Man at a basketball game this week. It was fucking awesome. It doesn't get better if you ask me.
2: doesn't. You said it was Method Man and who else? Dave East.
0: Yeah, sure. Okay. That's fun. It was great. It it, it honestly felt like Method Man was just in the crowd. And then he was like, hey, I'm going to join you. Oh, yeah. Dave was just like, well, you're
1: Method Man. So, yeah. Yeah. How close did it feel to you to the um, Super Bowl halftime show from this year?
2: Mm, mm -hmm.
1: Not very close. There was no. Was anyone hanging from the ceiling? No, unfortunately. That was
2: not trying to raffle hanging from the ceiling. No. that he sent hanging out like a bat was really something. Other Corey. I don't know. I forgot how I did this last time. Corey without the E. I appreciate you being back because last time, I, I i feel like for this year, I'm so much more informed of the ways of how apparently this award show works. I thought it was by merit.
0: Oh, oh,
1: sweetie. Wait, <laughs> that's, that's my Corey impression. Thank you. You did it. You did it. Thanks for gay bashing me in the first five minutes, Corey. I'm sorry. It's because we're no. friends. <laughs> continue, continue.
2: It's not as much watching the movie. It's more so just watching what wins awards in the other award shows leading up to this.
1: So it's partially that like a month ago, I don't think any of us would be like, yeah, Coda probably is going to win Best Picture, but it's now it seems like inevitable in some way. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, it it really is. A lot of it is about just watching the patterns.
0: It's all narrative like any award.
2: Sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you campaign. That's another thing. I just didn't think about that. Again, you're thinking it might be on merit. Here I am. That
0: thing's unmerited in this world. Sometimes. (laughs) All right. So we're going to get into this episode. And of course, we have a beer that we are going to drink to go along with it. Beam and I are separate. So we actually have separate beers. Mine is we want the gold. You know, everybody wants a gold statue to take home. Very simple. From our good friends over at Icarus Brewing Company. Beam, you got a a bit more creative over there. What do you got?
2: I'm going to drink from Seven Island Brewery. Galaxy Space Invader. The double IPA. I feel like it just must tie in because Dune. Not that they're invading galaxies
0: necessarily, but they're invading some shit. So they're invading planets in a galaxy.
1: I like it. Someone said that. It, if, it, if it it's, it's like spicy, this? if it's spicy, then it's just like whatever the red shit that's blowing around that planet it, is. It, Which it, is called spice. It no. is called spice. You're right. It is. why? Could we do a little better there? Just a thought. All right. Let's get into this. And I just like the listeners to know that I'm having Diet Pepsi, so <laughs> it's important. I I'm missed it. tracks. Got any rum in that? No, no. I like to. I like to stay fresh when I'm talking movies. Maybe we I, should try that. What do you think?
0: I took two edibles on the car ride home just to make sure I was like primed. All right, so we are going to get into this conversation, and where I think we should start is just kind of our overall feelings about this group of nominees, and. Corey, you're the expert here. You probably have more knowledge than all of us. How did you feel when you saw this group of nominees? Did you feel like it accurately kind of captured the year in movies? And how did you feel like it compared to maybe well, maybe last year? Because we are still in the pandemic, but you know, a little bit modified version.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think that in, in terms of comparing to last year, I think it's it's strange. I think it's a stronger bunch because obviously COVID threw off so much and held some of these movies over, and it would have been released last year. At the same time, I think a lot of these are good movies, but none of them to me are just like great, you know, all-time great kind of movies. I think the best part of the year is that all these, essentially all these movies have been available to stream for at least a while. So I do think not that the ratings are going any better for the Oscars this year than they have been in the downward trend, but like people, if people wanted to be engaged, it's there for them. And if it, you know, if it didn't start out in streaming like a, The Power of the Dog, it went streaming really quickly. Like Hulu got a bunch of these movies pretty quickly. So HBO um, Max as well. HBO Max, obviously had Dune has drive my car now. So there's an accessibility to it that I think is kind of a great, um, a great innovation.
0: Yeah, I agree with you. And I think, you know, my main reaction was kind of what you said is that overall, it's a very good bunch of nominees. Like I enjoyed almost every single one of these movies. There's only one that I really didn't particularly like, but there's not, apart from one, there's not one that I like love. So there's only really one that I, you know, capital L loved of the best picture nominees, probably like Mm -hmm. two overall. I mean, kind of a similar fashion. Uh,
3: I
2: don't know. There was some of the movies last year, or at least just one, that maybe not best picture nominees, but just all the different ones. I don't know. I just go back and I had a little bit more fun with those, I guess, sort of in a way, if that makes sense, or just they were a little bit different. Whereas like with this year's, Stack of nominees for, like, say, Best Picture specifically. Some I was surprised by, but overall, I do think they're a good crop. They just felt it felt
1: chalky a little bit, like, yeah, these all make sense.
2: You're like, ah, all right, yeah,
1: I guess, yeah, they all kind of they're like not that they're all genre movies, but they all like fill. Like King Richard is like inspirational sports story. They checked um right. You know, yet everything kind of like Nightmare Alley is like, well, just a typical one of his typical films, you know what I mean? Like everything it's, Guillermo feels, and Toro made a film, so it's in the best picture. It, it, exactly. He <laughs> checks even that it's, box.
2: that's the one that caught me by surprise. I was like, really? Like we saw that one in theaters, Corey, and I was just like, Wow, that got nominated.
1: That's how I felt. I was I saw it in theaters and I was like, Oh. Except for Kate Blanchett. What's happening here? Yeah, I was like, oh, um
2: this is this is interesting. This I I enjoyed myself in, as a theater experience. And then I walked out and I'm like, I don't ever need to see that again.
1: <laughs> mm-mm, mm-mm.
0: Beam, the one thing that I wanted to kind of grab onto what you said, I actually do agree with you that I did have more fun with the movies last year because so many different kinds of things were recognized, like in that year. Like you don't often see something like promising young women in there, like such a like visceral film and you don't see things like Judas and the black Messiah necessarily. I mean, it is an issues movie about a famous person. So there's that, but like one that was also kind of an action movie and had like a 25 minute action sequence in it. You don't see a lot of that. So I had fun with those nominees and them being so different, but also I get that none of those are going to
1: make like maybe a top 10 decade list uh, at the end. Of no, the I day. mean, when I, when I, when I think laugh a minute, I think no medland. Um, <laughs> just, I mean, joke after joke after joke there. I agree that I think, st- like, for instance, Father, sure, depressing, but stylistically, formally a very interesting movie. What's what's being done there? Agreed, like *Juice and Black Messiah, super um, like a propulsive movie. The Sound of Metal is just a different kind of Oscar nominee. It, it, in a way, so is Minari, but again, you know, just as we're seeing these things open up to that's not an international film, but it's not a film about white people. And so... You know, and now that we know what we know about um, Jeremy Strong, Trial of Chicago 7, now that is kind of funny.
2: <laughs> I, no, and, and what I mean by fun, too, isn't necessarily just like funny, but it was more just like, to me, it was just like, okay, wow. You know, it's it's interesting that this made it in. And and they when I did go and watch these movies, because I kind of did it sort of probably backwards where I'm watching the movie after knowing it had been nominated. And it was like, wow, okay, I'm really stoked that I was introduced to all these movies where, you know, this year it's like, okay, these were good, but it it felt like it was back to somewhat back to form.
0: Yeah. I mean, last year felt like if I was making it because it's all the type of like weird independent movies that I love, like, but nobody wants that. So I get that we shouldn't keep doing it. So one of the big debates that kind of came up this year was how the Oscars don't really represent the movie going public and what people really want to see. And so there was this whole debate about whether Spider-Man No Way Home should have gotten a Best Picture nominee. Corey, I know you love this movie. Do you feel like it should? Do you feel like it's a problem that these types of movies don't get recognized? I mean, I know you kind of hold the
1: Oscars sacred. Is that like violating some kind of thing? No, listen, Dune is in there, right? Dune, not that one movie has to represent a whole thing, but Dune kind of represents that like spectacle movie. It doesn't surprise me that something like No Way Home is, isn't nominated i think it would have been fun if it were like there's movies on the current list i'd probably put it in um, over those if if anything what it's given us is their horrible misbegotten decision to do their twitter polled best oscar fi- or best film of the year which has unexpectedly led the amazon's cinderella hive army to make that the number one choice so i love that Camila Cabello and Billy Porter's um, Cinderella will somehow to be named at the Oscar so many because the morons didn't realize what they were doing when they opened it up to Twitter. <laughs> so they like, thought that was going to be Twitter the works. answer. No, they thought, oh, it's going to be No Way Home. It's fine. Now we'll feel better about ourselves. But no, that's that's just not what's going to happen.
0: No, all the internet trolls are going to tro- troll you and that's exactly what they're doing. It's rules. <laughs> no, I mean, I agree with you. I, I'm kind of conflicted about it because when we were growing up, I do feel like the Oscars did a better job of capturing what the movie landscape was like Titanic winning, for instance, like it's the biggest movie of the year and it wins the best picture Oscar. It makes fucking sense. But at the same time, the movie landscape has changed so much and it's all comic book movies that make those. So they're not nearly as interesting as some of those like huge movies from the nineties and eighties and so on. So I'm conflicted about it, honestly.
2: I agree. Like, where is the love for Venom 2?
1: Let there be carnage. I don't understand. <laughs> oh my God. That movie was so psychotic. I can't even handle it. I'm like half joking.
0: I, I'm sorry. It was. No, I mean, no,
2: no. no I'm just the saying, most like,
1: fun movie
0: I've this year. I mean,
1: I've never. Whatever Woody Harrelson was doing in that movie. And Naomi Harris. What was that performance? It was so. I want to say inspired, but also inspired by who I don't even know or what it was crazy. I just let actors cook. That's
0: why we also needed a house of Gucci representation in here. Just let actors do their thing sometimes.
1: Uh, it's a lot agreed, more fun. I feel like Jared Leto was robbed. Let's just say it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, it feels like the Oscars are kind of going into this direction where they're making themselves to be like the Nobel prize where they're just going to recognize the movies that are the greatest filmmaking achievement, according to the Academy, regardless of what people want. And while that may not be good for the show or like public interest, it's good for me. I like it that way. Like let awards be based on what's good instead of what's popular. I'm sure they look
2: at ratings and think the exact same way as you though. Exactly.
1: (laughs) No, I think that, but I mean, I think it's yes and no. I mean, if we're looking at the like last five years alone, I guess, I mean, what else, what can explain, what will we'll ever explain, Green Book winning, first of all, over anything, but over Aroma. Like, that's a year, it's like, huh, how?
0: I feel like the next year is when it shifted, though, with Parasite, like, they finally yeah, I recognized agree. Was, the best I think,
1: movie. Also, made- I guess in Parasite's when that when they, I think Parasite is when they'd start to expand the Academy, where we started to see the expansion of the, the Academy really start to take a, a shape.
2: And that's why we have Belfast this year. It's, we're making up for it. I liked Belfast. I, did not. I am not taking I a shot at fast because I actually really enjoyed that
0: movie. It was sweet. Uh, I guess I'm alone here. So,
1: anyway, Jamie Dornan singing Everlasting Love. I'll, that that, that, part will, live, that will live with me forever. Actually, that, that part, part I good. didn't really understand
0: at the end. I was like, wait, how did we get here? I didn't uh, understand it, but I'm all about like handsome people singing. I was about 100%. it until like he stepped away from the mic and I could still hear him. Also, speaking of Jamie Dornan singing, did you guys watch a Barb and Star? Star? Oh, my. (laughs) Uh,
1: First of all, he was singing shirtless. That movie was a miracle for all of us. (laughs) It's a bizarre movie, but delightful.
0: I loved it. But let's get to these nominees and all the different categories. We're going to go in kind of the order that the Academy goes. So we're going to start off by talking about the best supporting actor category. You know, first of all, I just want to get your guys' kind of overall thoughts on this crop of nominees.
1: I mean, I think some people were supply, surprised about Jesse Plemons' uh, inclusion here. I think that Jesse Plemons is the kind of actor who the Academy wants to start recognizing. I do think that Jamie Dornan, no, no, all jokes aside, like was robbed. I think he was fantastic in Belfast. And, you know, the idea that Sharon Hines and Judy Dench were nominated is just purely because of their age, you know? Whereas I also think Catriona Belf was the best the best performer in that movie like stole the movie was wonderful and the idea that she's not nominated for supporting actress is just it's like just wrong so it feels a little bland except obviously for the inclusion of troy kotzer
0: i agree i think i'm glad certain people got recognized cody smith mcphee i thought it was delightful love troy kotzer delightful um, is the word you would use Well, his performance was delightful. He
1: didn't smile,
0: but (laughs) I I did feel like it was kind of chalky. I mean, best supporting actor is often where those kind of ridiculous roles live Mm -hmm. and where kind of the most interesting performances tend to be like Heath Ledger and the Joker and Joe Pesci and Goodfellas. And like when someone really goes for it, it's usually like supporting actor. And none of these really felt all that interesting to me like there's a lot of good performances here but just none that are super interesting apart from troy kotzer but even that is just because of you know him representing a community that's
1: not often represented on screen so you know it just kind of felt like okay i mean the exclusion of jared leto is an actual crime i think (laughs) he was the house of Gucci, and just he just gave us poof i mean he just gave us so much so much for so little and also so much it was great didn't understand why J.K.
0: Simmons got nominated. I think Ricardos was... is fucking just not a very good movie. Okay, oddly nope. enough, like, I didn't hate the movie. Yeah, I don't. because you're a Sorkin stan. No,
2: I'm not. I actually don't like it. He actually knows the shit out of me uh, in most instances, but I don't know. So J.K. Simmons, uh, it just felt like it was like, oh, it's J.K. Simmons being J.K. Simmons. Give him a fuck. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I, I actually kind of liked Cody
1: Smith's
2: performance, so I was like, of
1: course. He's no, it's good. good. And you know what it is it's also one of those performances as you know as you said Corey that this is always that the big performances category Cody performance is so insular and so quiet and it's you know rarely is it the kind of performance that we'd get noticed but I do think this is always the category where the old person like, I think Troy Troy is going to win and I think he also like journeyman actor that, that fits. I I would have been not as surprised as like if Sharon Hines won. Maybe they just really, for whatever reason, just like they love like a young ingenue and best actress, like they really just love to give it to an older male actor. It's uh, almost like a career retrospective.
2: Nah, man. You know what? Congratulations, Jesse Plemons. You got this one. I mean, the performance you put in on that, <laughs> that was just giving it your all.
0: He really doesn't do anything for like a large
1: portion of the movie. I feel that in many of his performances, but also, he. but did he endure a Benedict Cumberbatch who actually refused to bathe during the entirety <laughs> of that production? He sure did. He sure did. And that is an accomplishment in and of itself. So, you know,
0: Corey, you gave your prediction, Troy Kotzer. Beam, do you have a prediction that is not Jesse Beldman's? Because that was obviously a joke. You don't know me. <clears throat> you know what? Fucking card. Cody Smith McPhee. I mean, that I mean, was... He was it was going to those be were him for the early signs. Time. Yeah. Um, I'm also going to go Troy Kotser here. I think that, you know, if I was running things, I would personally pick Cody Smith McPhee. I think what he was doing and all of the layers of his character and the way that he kind of um, brought them out, both being sinister and reserved and all those kind of conflicting ideas that came out. I, it, it really was a tremendous performance, um, but really happy for Troy Kotser. I loved Cota, uh because I have
1: a heart, but, you know, Troy Kotzer was absolutely excellent in that movie. So you love, you know, you got to love a character who can both do origami flowers and pull off gloves. You know, he was very handy. Very handy, that Cody Smith
0: The one snub I just want to share before we go, give Jason Momoa some love for Dune. Duncan Idaho was the best part <gasps> of that wi- fucking movie. He really was. He was the only comic part of the entire movie. God. I honestly loved him. He was so fucking magnetic great. and he was charismatic. Great. I loved it. It
2: made me, because I don't generally give him much credit. I just look at him as this beautiful-looking man. But, you know, beyond that, I just didn't see much in terms of acting prowess. In this one, I was like, okay, maybe I
1: need to reconsider. I mean, Aquaman is a feat of something. That movie, I've never laughed more in a comic book movie, I'll say that.
2: I don't know what you were laughing at, then. Or why? Um,
1: the uh, The octopi playing bongos. Why was it <laughs> happening? It was wonderful. I need to, I, for some reason, I need
2: to like revisit that. I think that's the series I'm going to get into next.
0: Oh, the DCU? Oh, you, you, poor, you poor thing. It's going to be a rough sledding for a bit on the uh, DCEU. There's not much good in there. Can't wait. Tr- truly, truly. All right. So let's go over to the best supporting actress category and discuss that. So here we have Jesse Buckley in The Lost Daughter, Ariana DeBose in West Side Story, Judy Dench in Belfast, Kirsten Dunst in The Power of the Dog, and Anjanu Ellis in King Richard.
2: Beam, how would you feel about these? I really like this crop of nominees one just because I think that it's much stronger than the Best Supporting Actor category, where I pretty much loved almost all of these performances. Maybe save Judy Dench because I don't know if she was in it long enough to have really earned a nomination like this, Um, nor did like was her performance anything that like truly stood out to me but here's in dunst um loved loved her her power of the dog i thought that uh i mean one like i mean this this is partially probably on me i haven't seen her in much lately and to see her kind of on a bigger stage like this and then last thing i'll say too is also jesse buckley I do think it's hilarious. One that uh, a character got, like two actors got a nomination for playing the same character, one being the young and one being the old. I don't know if, what is there a statistic on that? How many times has that happened?
1: I feel like it can't be much. Well, okay. No, I was going to say, obviously not Rita Moreno and Ariana DeVos, but we're in that world there.
2: Yeah. But I mean, either way, uh, just a really strong crop where it's like, it's a lot harder for me to sort of predict who would get it. I think I do have a gut feeling of who it'll be, but...
1: The only real head-scratcher here for me, and I and I like her as an actress, but Jessie Buckley, I kind of feel like she was fine in the movie. I don't know that it was work that I would necessarily call out. I think that she's one of those people who will soon like, be nominated fairly frequently. I think she's a very good actress. To me, the biggest snub of this year... Is Katriana Balfe, who I, I really do think should be and possibly even won this category. I think Ariana DeBose is amazing in West Side Story. Obviously, she steals the movie, and I think she's pretty much destined to win this year, which I'm very happy for her. You follow up what you're saying with Kristen Dunst, meme. Um, I love her. I've always loved her. I feel like she's one of those actresses who's totally underappreciated. Like, really happy for her. She was She was at the head of the pack for a long time. I think people presumed because of the power of the dog. Yeah, I think Ariana DeBose is running away with it.
0: That is also my prediction, but I would prefer Anjanou Ellis or Jesse Buckley here. Those were my two favorites. And honestly, it's nothing against Ariana DeBose. I thought she was phenomenal. It's just like me and musicals don't totally mesh. So that's just a me thing.
2: I would agree uh, with you, Corey, between Jesse Buckley and Anjanu Ellis. I don't know. I I did like Jesse Buckley's performance. Maybe I'm carrying, as Corey likes to say, my own baggage in this um watching her and her reactions just like having to deal with two kids I was I just felt that like she played it so fucking well though where it's just like yeah okay I see why you're freaking out like it was just something where I could see the connection there and but yeah I I would love to see Kirsten Dunst just get it because it's almost like
1: I was gonna say I agree with you I wish I wish there was a world in which she was gonna win because I just love to see her on stage
2: just her just just give her a fucking Oscar. Like
1: Look, she's she's I think she's really good. I mean I loved her interview with a vampire. It's hard to pull up those kinds of oh
2: That was I loved her
0: performance in
1: that. She was the best out of she's all she's just always been good. She's just always been really really good. I
0: feel like she suffers a little bit from like the way that she was introduced to us all with movies that bring, like bring it on. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And so like people don't take her as seriously but she's very very good. She's phenomenal. Yeah, she,
1: she's even that did you know that it's a very dark comedy, Bachelorette. Like, she's great. She's just good in everything she does. I would say the only other snub for me, and I didn't even love the movie, and it's one of my favorite books, and it was, it was really tough. I had watched it all the way back at Last Sundance. Um, I do think that Ruth Mega in passing was really great. Just just a really, really good performance. Agreed. I thought she was great in that movie, and I actually quite liked it. it I think it's because I the book is one of my like, top five favorite books. I love that book, and it just wasn't, I would say, I guess, I feel like Rebecca Hall's, it was like very much like first time director art school situation. Like there's just a lot happening effects wise that I felt like distracted me from what I thought it was just, is it, such a, at heart and interesting and, and essential story.
0: All right. So we are going to go to the writing awards and we are going to start out with adapted screenplay. Here we have Coda, Drive My Car, Dune, The Lost Daughter, and The Power of the Dog. All of these are very strong movies in my opinion. The Lost Daughter is probably the weakest one, but I know that was just more of a personal thing. I know a lot of people really love that movie, so I get it. Beam, how'd you feel about these kind of nominees overall?
2: I agree that it's a strong category. I don't know how much it plays into sort of the source material. From what I heard just sort of about The Power of the Dog, that's where I almost would give it to uh that film because i think that's such an interesting story just overall i mean i love the way that it was told in the movie but yeah i think that would kind of be sort of what i would what i would kind of give it to here
1: i think dune is a great adaptation i think he's going to win it for the second dune It's kind of like a you know lord of the lord of the rings return of the king situation where it's the crowning achievement i think he obviously very clearly and in a streamlined way adapted what's commonly known as an unadaptable Uh, book so I thought the work there was really great I mean interestingly like Drive My Car like Murakami's stories are and and novels are he barely even he doesn't even want them ever really adapted and he did okay this this movie but he doesn't like his own books to be adapted and there a lot of his work is really unadaptable it's strange and it's you know um, there's a lot of magical realism and it's but I do think that Drive My Car really found um, the humanity in, in a lot of it and also managed to, you know, Murakami is famously a little misogynistic His female characters are not, don't have the most agency in the world. So I also think this, you know, in adapting it, the movie managed to give more agency to the to female characters in a sense. Um, I'd love to see the, I'd love to see drive my car when I think actually, you know, it still might go to him because they might, no, they're not going to give it to him for director, but I would, I'm going to say it's going to be lost daughter or power of the dog.
0: Yeah. My prediction is going to go to power of the dog, but what I would want is Dune or drive my car, both because of my connection with the source material and because of just the kind of level of difficulty of adapting that stuff. Um, I've long wanted to see someone take a swing at the colorless world of uh, Sakuru. Shit, I'm forgetting the full name, but the Colorless World Murakami novel like is one of my favorites. I think it's incredible. Um, I'd love to see Hamaguchi or someone else take a swing at it because it's just fascinating to me. Um, mm-hmm. And just the level of difficulty there, I think deserves credit. But I, I ultimately think it's probably going to go to the power of the dog.
1: She's one screenplay before for for piano, so I think especially if she's going to get director, which seems like it's going to be. I think it's you know a good possibility she gets this as well along with it.
0: Yeah. And for original screenplay, while we're doing the writing awards, we have Belfast, Don't Look Up, King Richard, Licorice Pizza, and The Worst Person in the World. And I'm going to open it up, but I'm just going to say right now, The Worst Person in the World is one of the finest written, finest directed, just incredible movie. And I loved it so fucking much. So the worst person in the world in a runaway for what I want to win. Absolutely. Um, But I don't think it's probably going to win, but I think it's absolutely an incredible movie.
1: You know, there's love for it, but I don't think it's gonna win. I agree. I think there's love for it. I think, God, it's such a good movie. And I hate that it won't win in other places, but so I would be really happy to see it recognized here. Um, I'm not clear that don't I'm not sure that Don't Look Up had a script. I'm not sure how that was <laughs> nominated or why it was nominated. Um I'm not sure if they looked up at the screen and were paying attention to what was or really wasn't happening during that movie. I get just nominating Branagh for Belfast, Um, you know, it's his life story essentially. And so I think I can see the appeal in, in, in nominating him there. I don't think King Richard was a particularly strong script. I think it was in many ways, not, you know, certainly performances were good, but a by the numbers biopic, which controlled by the Williams family and isn't even, didn't include, you know, half of the stuff that would make Richard look, that would make the audience root for him less if they were telling all the details. So that, I don't know. I don't know about that one.
2: I get that. Maybe you guys don't have the love for it, but I think the sleeper here is going to be don't look up. I just really think he was trying to say one. I think that, you know, people just really aren't getting it, man. You just got to think about climate change, like a fucking comet coming for earth. It is. I love don't look
0: Look up. up. I really did. But I also agree. Yeah. I I think it's a love. Yeah, I did. Um, But I also do think Corey's point about it probably not having a script accurate. (laughs) Jonah Hill clearly did not deliver any lines. It was completely improvised in any scene that he was in. Everyone else was just improvising off of Jonah Hill. Meryl too. You know,
1: Meryl Meryl was not, there was no script for Meryl. She was just doing whatever she felt like in that moment. Yeah
2: great i mean it was really great to watch those two riff i mean I, listen Corey, i agree with you is uh sorry Corey, with the uh it, it, I, I did enjoy the movie um but to see it be nominated in any of this stuff i'm still very surprised I'm like Dude, it wasn't it was not that good it was a fun netflix movie but it wasn't that good i would love 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 for the worst person in the world to win but yeah i would agree it, it doesn't seem like that one's gonna happen
1: I mean, I think I, I, I just on the record, I actually, Ed Corey, you and I had talked to us. I actually, I did, I did look, don't look up. I liked a lot more than I thought I would. You know, the critical reviews are obviously savaged it. Um, and I did think it was fun, but again, not a script there. I would have to guess who they were going to give it to. You, and this has been kind of all over the place in, in awards. Part of me thinks, you know, Paul Thomas Anderson could have it. I think they love his writing. I think that's a movie that. You know, feels very nostalgic for a lot of academy members. I could very much see them going for that movie, um, feeling connected to it in some way. And you know, this may be the place to recognize it because it's not going to win anywhere else. Could make the same argument about Belfast, I guess, for Kenneth Branagh. It's hard to say. But you know what? Honestly, the worst person in the world could randomly pull it out. We just, you know, it's hard. This is a weird category. I don't know what do you guys think.
0: I would love to see worst person in the world pull it out. But I think Licorice Pizza is going to win. I think it's one of those things where it's like you know, those hip 90s filmmakers, Tarantino, etc. This is where they always win their award. Um, and I think it's probably going to go to PTA here.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a lot of running, but I, yeah, in terms of just what's going to win an Academy Award licorice pizza, but I agree, like in terms of like writing, I nothing really does stand up to worst person in the world, so. but no.
1: I, I mean, it's worth noting that the WTAs don't look up won somehow um but then again but then again the, the the nominees were insane being the ricardos i think we all know that the script was the worst part of that movie french dispatch okay uh king richard and licorice pizza so don't look up there at the wga did win over licorice pizza interestingly i, I hope that doesn't happen all right so let's move on to
0: best director here in this category we have Kenneth Branagh for. Belfast, Ryosuke Hamaguchi for Drive My Car, Paul Thomas Anderson for Licorice Pizza, Jane Campion for The Power of the Dog, and Steven Spielberg for West Side Story. This is another very strong uh, group. I will say up front, I think that Denis Villeneuve not being recognized with the nomination for pulling off the unadaptable and making the most beautiful looking movie of the year is
1: fucking tragic. Um, Think about it, like I said, about lord of the rings like yeah he will win he will win i believe that the second dune probably will win best picture best best director and best um best screenplay i mean the Villeneuve just needs to have an oscar i mean the man's movies are beautiful there he's an amazing director
0: i mean he has three of my favorites from the last decade sicario arrival and prisoners i absolutely mm-hmm. love like all three of those incredible
2: yeah the fact that he's been locked out of this category Fucking absurd. I don't
1: understand how he's not on. Uh, I mean, a lot of these are also hardly, you know, it's not surprising that Bran or Spielberg, they're going to nominate them. You know, there's, they're just almost people. They can't not nominate them.
0: No, it's kind of a chalky category. A lot of like famous directors personally, if I'm, you know, sharing who I would want to win, it's Hamaguchi. I think the job he did with drive my car was absolutely outstanding. Um, But I think Jane Campion's going to win here long overdue for an incredible filmmaker if she was male she'd already have one i think that's pretty clear um so right. it's about time that she gets one
1: i mean yeah i think she's a should win will win kind of situation i think she needs to be recognized as as a you know a, 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 the power of the dog actually need to go back and re-watch some of her films and save her in the cut which i still found unwatchable like she just has a real her movies are great they're just she's really talented in no world is this paul thomas anderson's best work i don't think um i agree about hamaguchi like i if i if gene campaign wasn't going to win i would love to have seen him win this and yeah i don't know it could be a stronger category
0: agreed i think if yo yo trier got a nomination to here it would be a great and another Mm -hmm. like good addition to the category i just didn't I mean, I know you guys like Belfast, but I didn't, and I didn't think it was all that like good of an achievement, so.
1: I, I, don't, I don't disagree. I don't disagree about that. I think like making it, I enjoyed the film the way that like you enjoyed Coda. I guess I would say I enjoyed, you know, Belfast in terms of, not, if there's something heartwarming about it. There's just something I really enjoyed about the film in that sense. I don't think it's the best directed film. I think that giving it the screenplay nomination in a way was enough. It was already. It was always going to be best picture nominee. I mean, people thought forever this was going to be the best picture. I can't believe I'm saying this because I I find him to be such an annoying person in real life. But um, I really actually think what the Leonardo Miranda did with Tick Tick Boom was amazing. I think it's such a good adaptation, and it's really beautifully directed and really just you know fanciful and memorable. And you know, I I could have I would not have been upset to see him uh, recognized here. Beam, your
2: thoughts? It's tough because I think Jane Campion deserves it. And I think she will get it. Would like to see how Hamaguchi get it though. I really did enjoy that movie. We'll get to how <laughs> I enjoyed that movie. But yeah, no, I, I, I think it's going to go to Jane Campion. I mean, that also was just really kind of wonderfully shot as well. And she did a great storytelling just visually uh, with that film
0: and the slow burn that pays off at the end is a difficult Mm -hmm. thing to do. And she absolutely nailed it. Like I was, you know, I was a little weary for like the first hour and 15 minutes while the movie was taking shape. I was like, what is this thing? And then it all comes together. And like, that is a very difficult thing to accomplish. And she just nailed it. And so that's what I loved about the movie so much. And so, you know, that that's all down to directing the pacing, the keeping the, the audience off guard and, you know, delivering with a thing that is actually genuinely like surprising and cool.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, There's a few of these movies where I was sort of like, okay, where is this going? And this one had the best payoff.
1: Yes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. And it was, and it was all, the, I mean, well, obviously once you go back and once you hear the opening, uh, Cody Smith makes me, Smith McPhee's opening, you know, sentence about doing anything to protect his mother, like, you know where it's going, but it's so intricately plotted. It's, it's, it's so well done in that way. Yes, Absolutely. Just, you know, DGA's can't be in one. The other nominees were pre- pretty much lines up Licorice Pizza, or rather Paul Thomas Anderson, Kenneth Branagh, Spielberg, but there we had Denis Villeneuve um, instead of Henguchi. Um, And I guess I'm gonna go ahead and agree with you for that. I would have loved to see Villeneuve at least recognized for the work, even though, again, I think he will win for the next one. All
0: right, so let's get to the main acting categories. We are going to just start off with best actress. And here we have a just mess of a category, in my opinion. It's, cra- it's craziness. <laughs> we have Jessica Chastain for The Eyes of Tammy Faye, Olivia Colman for The Lost Daughter, Penelope Cruz for Parallel Mothers, Nicole Kidman for Being the Cardos, and Kristen Stewart for Spencer. Beam, you had something to say. How do you feel about these? I think they're phenomenal. I mean, <laughs> how could you not
2: recognize Nicole Kidman for that performance? I mean... In, in a movie that completely is just getting trashed all over the place for reasons I don't really completely understand. I mean, you just, you just at least have to give her some recognition I'm and I'm really appreciative that they
1: did it for her in this.
0: Oh, she, she was the uh, best part about that movie. She was, she I, I had, was, like, she was one. I didn't
1: thinking she was wonderful. I do remember texting you Corey and being like, not great movie, but Nicole Kidman's performance is really good. Really good in that movie. What do I think about this category? Uh, it's obviously all over the place. Like, I will say I when I saw The Eyes of Tammy Faye in the theater because how could I not? I was like obsessed. No, not obsessed with her in a religious way, obviously when I was younger. But my God, what a gay icon with that makeup! Um, <laughs> and I was like, I I thought to myself, it's like, Jessica, my Jessica, Jessica, Like I thought it was really great work. I mean, you know the story behind it. You know, she worked ten years to get this movie made. Like she's really passionate about it. There is something really, you know special of performance, is it shocking that now she actually could probably win it because <laughs> she's been winning the awards? Like, yes, I would never in a million years have like, suspected that she was gonna win for it, but who knows? I also, you know, it's one of those things where just suggesting it has an Oscar coming to her, right? Like a like an Amy Adams. So I know we talked about so much last year, that poor woman. Um, I don't think, I just think we're in a world now where Olivia Coleman. I don't know, Is probably like Meryl, like is basically just gonna be nominated almost. Every year, or whatever she does, I thought she was really good in *The Lost Daughter*. I thought she, you know, was an interesting prickly character, and she's. But yet, she's, she still made her. I don't know if you were rooting for her, but you were compelled by her. There's, she found the humanity in the character.
2: You didn't want her to get caught. You somehow were still no,
1: for no, you don't. Although my and my mom is still insistent she's like dead at the end of the movie and imagining a phone call with her daughters. I was like, I don't, I don't think the hat needle did that, but who knows? She gave us that that mystery. I. Loved christian Stewart and Spencer. I thought she was so good. I was really excited that for a long time she was the front runner. She's somebody who I think is a really great actress and does deserve to be recognized more for the work she does. I think, you know, the movie it was not everyone's taste. I liked it. I also really liked Jackie, so that's not surprising. And I thought she, I would think for me, the thing that dragged the movie down the most was the insanity of the Anne Boleyn um, inclusion. And I even think that she managed to make those scenes kind of somehow believable and work. Um, So I I thought I would have, I was really happy when I thought she was going to win. I I don't think that's likely now, but, and I was so happy that Penelope Cruz got into this category. I think she's such, such a great actress and, you know, her only win, of course, is for a Woody Allen movie. So it'd be nice for her to be able to move past that
0: couple quick fire takes. Penelope Cruz is like J-Lo and just a genetic marvel. She is in her 50s and still looks my absolutely God. stunning. Mm-hmm. Um, absolutely gorgeous. She su- was my su- like,
2: first movie crush or celebrity crush, I feel like. From she's so, good.
0: She's, she's so good. She's incredible.
2: It's like watching her in this too. Yeah. yeah. I was just like, oh, I texted you. I'm like, she is still
0: gorgeous. Yeah. Spencer, surprisingly really liked. The best compliment I can give it is... You know, my wife who's very into Princess Diana and watched this movie with me for the fifth first 15 minutes, she's just like, I don't know about Kristen Stewart. And then she won her over, which I think is a huge compliment to her mm-hmm. performance. Eyes of Tammy Faye is an absolutely ridiculous movie. Jessica Chastain is out there <laughs> campaigning hard. Um, but she does do good work, so I don't want to take that away from her. She's and, a queen. Come on. <laughs> and finally, you know, my main thing is that. I think this just speaks more to the types of roles that are given to women um, than it does about any of their actual work um, that all, like most of these movies are very dividing at best um, in terms of their overall quality. Mm. If I'm going to pick someone, I think it is going to be Jessica Chastain or Olivia Coleman, because it's just one of those categories where it's like, who do we give it to? Oh, Meryl's there uh, and Olivia Coleman. Like you said,
1: mm-hmm. it's a new Meryl,
0: so just
1: give it to Olivia.
2: And I apologize for my ignorance, but so Chastain has been winning a lot of them or just been campaigning? She's
1: won. Yeah, she's actually, she, the big shocker was she won at the SAG Awards, which was just like really, really surprising to everybody. And then I believe she, then she won at the Critics' Choice. And so that was like, oh, I guess this is the thing that's going to happen now.
0: The main campaign thing, Beam, is like she was posting all these like Instagram stories slash reels slash videos of just like the makeup transition that she had to go to. And she's just, it's just very clear. Like look at all the things that I did to make this role happen. And it's just like, okay, good for you. Proud of you. No. And, and, and honestly, like clearly there was a lot
2: of that, because they also the makeup team actually did get nominated correct plus she's gonna not, yes.
1: not gonna she'll. they will win makeup I'm, I'm sure it will win makeup somehow some but, way
2: listen i know i was being <clears throat> a complete dick earlier but no i did actually like nicole kidman's performance in this movie in, in mm-hmm. mm-hmm. i really enjoyed her in it um i just think it's a really absurd movie um same as uh the eyes of tammy fay uh but i would agree that you know, Jesse, I really liked her performance in it, though. I, I, I would prefer Kristen Stewart. I actually really did enjoy Spencer because, and mm-hmm. this to you, Corey, I was like, I literally felt like I was trapped in that, in in that trap mm-hmm. there with her, sort of, and and you felt that, you felt almost claustrophobic watching that film, and and I think Kristen Stewart was a huge part of that feeling. And she did such a great job in it. So would love for her to win. I know that she was kind of the, like the early front runner, but man, yeah, it would be great if she was able to pull it off.
1: Yeah, I think it, this is one of those categories where it's worth us touching on all the other, you know, the what could have been the snubs here, if you want to call them snubs, because I think there were a lot of other choices. It was such an up in the air year. Jennifer Hudson, in respect, was fantastic. Like, not a great movie overall. You know, in some ways, a very by the, by the, numbers musical biopic but jennifer hudson's performance was actually really great like she really transformed herself into aretha another uh, rachel ziegler obviously was in contention for um for the west side story i i wouldn't have been mad at seeing i think she was actually really good that's not my favorite part in that show and by it she was quite, but quite she was magnetic really and, good and good.
0: charming like very various- I liked it in that movie yeah
1: I would have loved to see her recognized here and then of course we've kind of alluded to this um and I'm happy it didn't go in this direction but Lady Gaga for House of Gucci she was giving us everything like I guess aside from Tammy Faye there was no greater gay icon that we had this year in in an acting performance but good god um what a movie Uh, what a movie the biggest
0: one that you're leaving out right now, and uh, forgive me, I don't know how to pronounce her name, but the, the oh, lead Renata and the L. worst Ryan person Stork. in the world.
1: Yeah. Inc- that was going to be my last incredible. one. It's, incredible. That is a, it's a crime not to have nominated her. I just think she was so fantastic. Um, criminal. Renata Reinstorf is her name, yeah.
2: How do, you, how do you say her name again? Renata? Renata
1: Reinstorf. Renata
2: Reinstorf. The fact that she's not included in this list is is pissing me off. That was one of the things I, I made mental note of before we were going to start. So I was like, "How is she
0: not included in this?" Yeah, she carried, carried probably my favorite movie out of any of these. Like carried it, mm-hmm. it was incredible. Mm-hmm. She was and so good.
1: And she transcended kind of it's it you know though it has the trappings of I guess kind of a rom com. Everything every part of her transcended that and made it something really deeply humane and and deeply felt in. I just so good. She's so good. Oh, I guess the last one we're not talking about. I, I, though I did not love this movie and I have gone, I have a lot of issues with it. I think Alana Haim was actually wonderful in the Curse Pizza in terms of like a a premiere or, you know, first performance ever in a movie. I I really liked her in that movie.
2: Agreed. I was upset she wasn't included in that too. Yeah. She was fantastic in that. I I really enjoyed her.
0: Yeah. I mean, there's just a way to make this category so much better if you include worst person in the world, Alana Haim, like all of them, it ju- it just immediately elevates the category.
2: Yeah. But if a movie that is released, that stars Nicole Kidman, and she doesn't get nominated. <laughs> did it happen?
1: So yeah, true. It's not real. You know, but like, you know, I, yeah, I would have, I would have dropped probably Coleman and Kidman. They have their awards and I'm happy, you know, I'm happy for them. I love Nicole Kidman. Nicole, Nicole Kidman is probably one of my favorite actresses, but you know, I loved her in this movie. I would have been fine with her not being nominated and, and certainly Livia Coleman not being nominated. Um I wouldn't want to take it away from Penelope Cruz because I just love that she's getting that attention. Um yeah, but for for any of the for for Alanaheim to have been in that, for Renata to have been in there, it would have been it would have been great to to have them get that kind of exposure.
0: All right. So we got to do best actor before we get to best picture. Um we are going to talk about. Javier Bardem in Being the Ricardos, Benedict Cumberpatch <laughs> in The Power of the Dog, Andrew Garfield in Tick, Tick, Boom, Will Smith in King Richard, and Denzel in The Tragedy of Macbeth. But
1: um, well, we know who's going to win this, so it's not really worth even none of us prognosticating. It's, Andrew Garfield. It's, are you kidding? It's tied up. Are you being serious? No. Yeah,
0: Avi. You know, so like, I think. Well, it's between Will Smith and Benedict Cumberbatch, right? Do we really know? It's, who's it's, will, work?
1: Smith. it's, it's right. will Smith. It's Will Smith. I don't think there's a question in the world that Will Smith is walking away with this. He has the award already in his hands.
2: This is uh, Leonardo Capra from the Reverend. Like, it's it's
1: time. 30. They've just decided, and not this certainly isn't his best work. But um, although I will forever do quote "quotes ghetto," um, one of my favorite line readings. Of all time. But uh, he, you know, he has this award. It's his. You
2: no, know, the best line from Will Smith is, welcome
1: to earth. <laughs> he should have won for Independence Day or either of the Bad Big
0: Boys movies way back in the day.
1: You know, I actually recently rewatched or- Maybe watch the no no rewatched uh, Six Degrees of Separation. He's so good he in is that movie. really good. In that he movie. is amazing in that. And first of all, that script is hysterical. But he is so good in that movie. I, it's crazy he didn't win for that movie. I didn't hate him in Ali. No, I mean yeah, obviously first no. play Ali.
0: Agreed.
2: Right,
1: and he's had to, those had, like, Agreed. Like obviously, do we have seven pounds and that other terror? Like, some of those horrific movies, The Pursuit of Happiness, like these upsetting movies that he makes yes but you know I certainly think King Richard shows off what he can do I don't think it's his best work but it's his it's his and they want to give him the award and I, I totally get that
2: not going to be upset if he wins for it it's not his right big, but if he gets it for it good on you
1: Javier Bardem I I wish I I what what not for nothing and obviously he's a great actor I I can also barely understand a what what words he was saying in this movie like they Obviously, like it was, just, they had him talking so quickly. It's like, it was like Sorkin on overdrive on overdrive. So, like, I, I, he was charismatic, I think. And, but other than that, what was happening in that performance?
0: I have no idea. I mean, I will say, you know, it is Will Smith. I'm really happy for him. Benedict Cumberpatch, not someone who I typically love. Um, he was very, very, very good in the power of the dog
1: like yeah record. i mean he should have an oscar he, i'm surprised he doesn't already have an oscar you know what i mean he's he's somebody who will have an oscar he will and it may not i do think this is probably one of i do probably think this is one of the performances of his career and it might be one of those things where he wins for dr strange 12 but yeah. you know it's really it's really good <laughs> but he should have gotten it for this but uh yeah i don't think it's his night this this on sunday but you know, he's really good and he really committed and you know it's hard to do that kind of work with just a handkerchief. Um, and he has given us, what was his face? Bronco Henry, right? Bronco Bron- Henry.
0: Bronco Henry.
1: But I mean, that you have no idea what that means to the gays. Everything. <laughs> this is everything. It is everything. <laughs> Andrew Garfield, I thought, I first sure I love him. I just, I think he is so good in everything he does, except uh, Eyes of Tammy Faye. That was an unfortunate performance. I will um, say but-
0: while his, I will say while his uh Spider-Man movies kind of stink, he's my favorite Spider-Man.
1: Oh my god, he made me cry in this in this last one. He was so good. I was just I was excited for him to get that redemption. And it, certainly those movies being bad were not his fault. And he's Mm-mm. he acknowledged they were bad. So uh I thought he was so good in Tick Tick Boom. I think he's an actor who challenges himself. Like he's not, you know, he did not consider himself a singer, and yet I think he did. I think he did a lot with a part that's fairly demanding, and I—I I was so—I'm really happy that he got recognized here. He is obviously somebody who will win an Oscar at some point, and and fortunately for all of us, this now makes it so Hacksaw Ridge is not the only movie for which he was nominated because that's that's a tough one to bear.
2: I did like Benedict Cumberbatch quite a, quite a bit in this. Um, it, it just in terms of you know his his commitment to the role, sort of with it, but it, yeah, I don't see it—it's t- something that he's going to win. I do think it's obviously going to go to Will Smith, but can I just give a quick shout out though to Denzel Washington just giving it his all?
1: Ugh, did not Corey <laughs> I mean, unsubscribe? So- Eat that? No, I, I think he really. I think he, I thought he. I thought he was so wrong. Obviously, he's not wrong for the part. He's Denzel Washington. I think his choices in the part were so at odds with Francis McDormand, who I thought was great in that movie. And she's, as we may recall, from Nomadland, special last year. Not my favorite actress. I do think she tends to do the same thing in every movie. But I felt like he was all the the the, the classic speeches. Everything was he chose to kind of underact, and I just don't know that. I don't know his performance just really stood out to me in terms of it's just like it took away from the movie in ways that I wish it had not
0: shit i actually really enjoyed it i don't know why
2: i just did
1: teach their own
0: i i felt the opposite i liked denzel and i did not like francis mcdormand and i'm also
1: the opposite that i usually do like francis mcdormand so you know i want to say a snub here which a sentence i never thought i would say before but I'm hard. Cage. no nicholas cage for pig nicholas cage, cage for pig for pig, pig. Where so is he, good. he so good? He was so good yeah, in that movie. Sorry. I,
2: I'm sorry that I trampled on that because I completely agree with you. He was phenomenal in that movie. That was
1: like Nicholas Cage is not, you know, well, it's been a tough two decades, but what he did in that movie, and I you know, and I find him to be very man. He's in my um Al Pacino school of actors. I sometimes can't stand because overacting, but he was so good and really revelatory in that part. Agreed. Um I thought Pig was one of my favorite movies here year, like. No It's a really good movie. It's
0: a really good movie.
2: Listen, we may talk more about the prowess of Nick Cage
1: in an upcoming. Oh, up. I can't wait for that, you... that. Where he plays himself? What a what a wonderful idea that is. Like, Listen, great. I can't
0: wait for that either. I'm
1: so it looks wonderful.
0: I think that's happening. So delighted. All right. So we are going to move to Best Picture. And for Best Picture, we have a special guest who is coming in. Oh, fuck me. <laughs> I mentioned this at the top, that the Oscars are typically quite at odds with the movie going public. This motherfucker. And so I had to bring in the most norm core person that I know. I asked him to watch all the fucking Oscar movies, and he did. Congratulations. And now he's going to share his takes on some of the best picture nominees with us. Zach, how is everyone? Zach, what's going on? I can't believe this is fucking happening.
3: Fuckers, fuckers, fuckers. What's (laughs) up? First of all, I take issue with Normcore. All right. I'm at least a little more elevated than that. I may like the most basic of movies like the Fast and Furious franchise and every single Marvel movie that comes out. But I am astute enough to occasionally watch a sophisticated Film, we'll call it.
1: Excuse me, wait, 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 wait. You're saying all this from a room that is completely white and has no decoration <laughs> in it. Oh my God, are you in an insane asylum? Of course. <laughs> what is more norm core than what I'm seeing behind me? Get a picture on
3: the wall. Corey, Corey, uh, Corey, who I don't know, there is a reason for that. I'm moving. So we've had to strip our walls of everything because we're showing the house.
2: Sure. Sure. That's, sure. that's I, 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 I expect better from you. Come on. It, it,
1: it does give very tabula rasa. If that's what you were going for.
3: <laughs> See, I like this I like this already. Now, g- given everything I said, this is the first time I've ever watched every single Oscar nominee in a single year. So I am. Uh, yes, I am a little less sophisticated than probably the rest of my peers right here. Well, I don't know what you guys have talked about yet. What what would you like me to get into?
0: No. So we're just going to get into some of the best picture nominees. And as we go through them, we just you know want to hear some of your takes. Um, Excellent. So with best picture, we are working with quite the slate. We have Belfast, wow. <laughs> Coda, Don't Look Up, Drive My Car, Dune, King Richard, Licorice Pizza, Nightmare Alley, The Power of the Dog, and West Side Story. And Zach as the newcomer, And as someone who has never watched the full slate of Oscar films until this year, how do you feel about this overall group of films?
3: Out of 10 movies, I would say I was, I was positive. I was surprised at how many I liked. Um, I expected, I don't know. I expected the shape of water just 10 times straight. Um, Mm,
1: That is the most upsetting thing I've ever heard in my
3: life. So so, uh, yes, I was pleasantly surprised. I would say of the 10 Four of them, I really, really liked. The next, the next four, I, I enjoyed, but like didn't feel that much of a connection to them. And there were only two that I thought were not that good.
1: <laughs> which, were those, which were the two that you really didn't like?
3: Oh, I'm going to piss people off already. Uh, number one, I'll, I'll start with the easy one. I bet you guys agree with me. West Side Story was <clears> not, <throat> was not necessary. It wasn't a necessary remake at all. <laughs> that you agree. What are you talking about? Uh,
1: I just, please know that the gay mafia is now coming for you. Um, oh, that movie yeah. was, I literally could not have thought it was a stupider idea from the outset. And then when I saw the movie, I was so happy with it. I thought it was so, oh, it's so good. I just thought, I, was, I couldn't have been more surprised. I really had the lowest of low expectations for it. Um, so, I actually, uh, that was beautifully done.
3: So Corey, who I don't know, uh, Corey, sure, Dempsey, sure. Corey Dempsey knows this about me, but I'm a bit of a um, – I conflict myself because I actually was in three musicals in high school, and yet I don't find musicals that interesting. So it never was going to appeal to me. Uh, the mm-hmm. original West Side Story is – it's nice. I, I like it. it for it's For a musical, nice. it's good. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. But I just didn't – like, I don't know. I just didn't see – why it needed to be nominated for best picture actually i do know because oscar voters love that shit. but it's it, yeah it it didn't do anything for me i apologize Mo, what's, really. the,
1: what's the other one
3: this is the one that's gonna piss Corey off uh drive my car it was three, it was three hours of reading and boredom because all I was doing was watching a bunch of sad Japanese people live their sad lives, and it didn't do anything for me at all.
0: Not
2: even and... watched it the way I watched it. This is <laughs> well, a good time.
0: I... Beam, can you tell everyone how you watched this movie? Because it was a shocking revelation.
1: In fourteen languages, just like the Uncle Vanya of the of the play.
2: <laughs> oh, just give me a second to collect myself here.
3: Have, have I? Have I really? Uh, have I thrown? like a little incendiary bomb into this discussion so far? Well, it was
1: hard to hear. It was really hard to hear you say, because I had to read. That's not, you know, you never really want to go down that route with somebody, but sure. Right,
3: listen, right, I will admit I loved Parasite last year. Or that was last year, right? Not the year before? Uh, a couple years ago. A couple years years ago. ago. Yeah. Parasite was phenomenal. So I'm not above reading, contrary to popular belief. <laughs> it's just this, I don't know, this movie did not capture my attention in the slightest. And I... I wanted to like it because Corey raved about it, but it no. Listen, Mm -hmm. here's the thing. I
2: turned this on HBO Max. Listen, no subtitles came up whatsoever, right? (gasps) (laughs) Same here. Right. Everyone else's inclination is to turn them on. Me, I Googled it and I just remember just like reading somewhere. It was like, you know what? It's meant to be this way. I fucking watched three hours. No subtitles
1: whatsoever. And how (laughs) how is it? How's your Korean Sign Language?
2: Not great, but here's what I will tell you. Uh-huh. I fucking really enjoyed it, just following
1: along. I made up my own story with what was going on. But I don't understand. Like, Listen, actually, part of it you could get, I, you couldn't possibly get anything that was happening with the wife if you didn't understand her stories and things she was telling him, but she good killed,
3: God.
2: thought she killed herself.
3: Yeah. I, I was going to say, there's no way you would have known what happened there. Also, this is a woman. These ideas came from sex. It's brilliant. Did you understand why the I don't I forget all their names, but why the younger uh, actor fought that random dude and killed him? Like, did you understand what was going on there? Good question.
2: You know, what? maybe not fully,
3: because <laughs> that's a major part of the movie.
1: Although I will say that's the one part of the movie I love. The movie. It's the one part of the movie I would have cut. I thought that was totally that plot. A little unnecessary. That whole- didn't need the, him being arrested for murder. There's a billion ways you could have contrived to get the director in that part without that actor having him gone away for murder for if, no reason.
3: If if you want my more educated take on it, other than that, I didn't want to read. It took so long to get to him actually having his driver and being chauffeured around. It, I don't know. It did. It, 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 most movies don't need to be three hours.
1: Well, listen. When the credits begin in 50 minutes, in it's always tossed for concern in any movie. Like, <laughs> yeah. why, why, yeah. why? It was a but, capital um, C choice that I at noticed. 41 that exact minutes, thing. it was crazy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, I thought it was great. There are choices that, like, for instance, his eye issue. If if it was already the case that he was going to be forced to be drive any driven anyways because it was the odd policy of the place where he's in residence why did we have to hear about his eye issues that was actually totally irrelevant to everything in the movie um yeah there's things and there are things i would have caught but i also think you know a lot of americans aren't necessarily super fluent in, in today like in, in japanese cinema they're all three hours like they're all just like a bit long and meandering and so that's you know it's very much representative of that style but i get why some people didn't connect with some people it's not it's, it's kind of cold. It's not a warm movie in any, oh. in any capacity.
3: Here, I'll lay something on you that's more sophisticated than just I don't want to read. Uh, yeah, you notice most of it's shot through a blue filter, which obviously makes it cold and depress- depressing the entire time. And then there's no real um, score to go with a ton of the movie. So you just are getting the... Uh, you're just getting the conversation. You're not getting anything remotely upbeat. You're not getting anything to go along with it in the background. So yeah, you just... Listen to what these sad Japanese people have to
1: say to each other. Yeah. Oh my God. Beam. I, like, I feel like the only part of the thing that the entire movie understood was when they were slapping the table in between their lines, then. That was the only really clearly communicated part of the movie.
0: Yeah. And the three lines that were in English. That's true. Those three lines.
2: <laughs> yeah. The thing is that you could tell at least a bit of what was going on just through at least the body language of everything. Like you could follow the story, sort of, at least in some ways, except for the whole part with the wife.
1: I don't know why. You mean the foundational part of the movie? Yeah.
2: Well, that's part of it, yeah, of course. Uh, Did you
1: know what play they were putting on?
2: See, you know, not a clue.
1: Like waiting for Godot. If you were familiar with it, you could have figured out that was what was happening. There's two men in front of a tree, so like
3: you would have gotten that part. But yeah, I don't know how you could have known it. it was Uncle Vanya nope. or any other or any other checkup. Legit thought the guy in front of the tree was a leprechaun. Had no idea what he was doing. Wow. Had no idea what that play is, and he was dressed like a leprechaun. You don't know Waiting about for Godot.
1: Waiting for Godot. No,
3: um, of course not. Have no, you never I'm seen waiting. waiting for Guffman? I have seen Waiting for Guffman. It's one of my favorite Then you ever. know
1: what Waiting then you know then A, you really should know what Waiting for Godot is then because that movie, but then you know what it is. Trust me. No, I, right.
2: I did not understand that's what was going on just
0: from seeing it. Dude, seriously. Really
2: <laughs>
1: wishing sometimes.
0: But anyway, anyway. Beam would not have known Uncle Vanya anyway. Let's be real. Yeah, there's no way, <laughs> absolutely no way.
1: Seminal work about really Russians, really depressing lives. You guys, <laughs> it, it might actually be timelier than we think. Anyways, okay. Well, obviously, no one's going to say the truth about this category, even though it's going to win Best Picture. That Koda was a lifetime movie, and I don't know how it's all of a sudden going to. It, it, listen, is is a cream book? No. Is it the best film of any year? Absolutely not. It's a uh, Feel good family movie that is obviously the innovation of it is that, um, is it the deaf actors, and I think that is key important. Obviously, the representation there is wonderful, but my god, is the movie just a paint by numbers movie we've seen 6,000 times. So, Corey, um, I
0: absolutely agree with you, and this is the only place that I take issue, and like, I love you, but like, yeah. have a heart. You connected well, with Belfast, they're the same movie, but Belfast is less good. Coda actually makes you feel something.
1: Yeah, Belfast, at least, was more art to be at least a little bit more art to its direction because it was black and white. <laughs> and I
0: agree, the camera movements were good. I there, there were some really good scenes with like spinning around, and some of the action scenes were like kind of hectic. But like Coda punched me right in the heart. I don't cry ever, and I teared up three times in that movie.
1: Three times, oh, Boo-hoo! It
3: whatever. Corey's dead inside. <laughs>
2: I don't know why people teared up so much during this
1: movie.
3: I did. I I'm with Corey on this one. Uh, Coda. I think I had ranked number three, and I understand why it'll win Best Picture, um, especially over Power of the Dog, which I saw was a favorite. I don't think there's a shot that wins, but Coda Coda has representation in a, in a way that I don't think we've really seen on in a film before. At least not like mm-hmm. as abundantly clear uh, clearly. I thought it was, a, I mean, I just thought it was a tremendously unique movie in the sense that you have to, you have to read uh, sign language. Most of the movie, when the parents and kids are, you know, main character are interacting, I thought it was fascinating because you don't see every day, like you don't see every day what it's like to deal with deaf family members or deaf individuals. So to watch this girl struggle with her own high school identity and what she wants to do while also needing to, needing to fulfill her family's duties, I thought was really good. It, it is. You're right. Corey, other Corey, who I don't know. Uh, it is a very like by the book family movie that we've seen a thousand times, but the unique spin on it is why I really liked it because we haven't seen a family movie about, about fulfilling family duties like this.
0: Yeah. And about this I, kind of family, is that on its own? like enough to merit Best Picture. No, probably not. I actually don't think it should win Best Picture, but I do think it was a very good movie and I'm not going to be mad about it because like I
1: did really enjoy this movie. I did. I guess I just feel like it's, it's not lowest common denominator, but in that sense, but I will say for me, I a Best Picture, I always want it to also be the movie or I feel it should be the movie that's like an artistic achievement and there's nothing special about the way you know the directing there's no artistic achievement in that film but like you know best it should be, there should be some artistic achievement when we say best film right i didn't love no man land but it was innovative and it was new and it was doing something different i i absolutely agree
0: with you from the artistic te- achievement standpoint i think it stands out that Coda's only nominated in two things and yeah i mean that's
1: what I, yeah i mean there's that too yeah
0: yeah and i mean it would be representative of a great achievement if directing was recognized, if, you know, makeup or production design or something. But oh, it's like,
1: got notes that screenplay. So I guess it's in three, actually.
0: Oh, three. But I mean, it is like it's just a very sweet, affecting movie, mm-hmm. which is not like necessarily best picture worthy. And beam, we haven't heard from you. I know you want to jump in here. So talk to us. Oh, you don't want to hear my take about how I think that out of nowhere, don't look up is going to win
1: this. <laughs> Oh, I think people thought that for a long time. I don't think it will anymore, but I think there was that. Before CODA really caught fire, I think a lot of people were like,
3: this could actually win it's this
1: movie.
3: Comedy, so it's not allowed, right? I was literally just joking. I I,
2: I, I, I can't believe there was even a theory. No, I'm looking at <laughs> um, more just like the entire list, and I'm just thinking, I can't see how the Power of the Dog doesn't win this, other than CODA. well, like,
1: oh, I always think it's weird when the best director's movie doesn't also win. I will say, like, if Jane Campion wins, as which she likely will, it's so strange when the it's not this, like, well, I say what we, like, like Argo, for instance. Not that I want Ben Affleck desperately to have a directing Oscar, but it's strange, like, you know, that one for the right? town. Wait, oh, Co- the town. Blake Lively gave us a lot in that movie.
3: Corey, can we? Uh... Just to go back really quickly, because I thought you made a really a really good point, and it's something we should talk about, is how uh, Coda Coda specifically um, targets the Oscar voters, or or it's created right to um, to garner Oscar votes, in a spe- in a very specific fashion because it's about family and family duty. But isn't that isn't that what they all do? I mean, if we go back and look at the winners, right, like. Twelve Years a Slave is a movie about slavery and race issues. Those those movies always always get nominated, no matter what the quality is. Same with a black and white movie that's made by an art house uh, or made by an art house. It's going to get nominated because it's black the and artist. white and it appeals to and it appeals to uh, Hollywood's history. And then musicals also like what was the one with Ryan Gosling not that long ago and Emma oh God. La La Land La La Land like that's that that movie maybe it was good I don't know I was jaded when I watched it because it was so obviously going for Oscar bait so like every good. movie every movie that gets nominated is like this what like how do we how do we determine what we actually like versus what is just purposely created to get Oscar buzz because most of these movies actually didn't make money either. They were very obviously made to win an Oscar, not to make money. Yeah. I mean, if, first of all,
1: a year ago, even maybe when we were having this conversation, if you would ask me or put a gun to my head, I would have said, oh, West Side Story is going to sweep the Oscars because it's like it's such an Oscar movie. And obviously that's not going to be the right. Spielberg, he, he hasn't done a big film like that in a long time. It's, um, it's West Side Story. It's already won an Oscar, you know, all these things. So obviously things change um but i do think even in some of i hear what you're saying there are many movies that are consciously made um for the oscars but then again like you mentioned parasite like no one would have ever thought that movie had a chance of winning best picture or even being nominated yeah so yeah
3: well this is why it's got to go to dune by the way oh no we had when
1: you weren't on when we were reporting earlier i my theory was that the second part is going to win him all the awards, the writing, and Good. I think it's get the best director and best. So I think it's a lower of the ring situation where it's just like, you got to wait for it.
3: I, I, that's fair. I think that would be, that would make a lot of sense to me. Yeah, Should we I move mean, to Licorice at- Pizza? Or is yeah. Should we yeah, move on sure. to a different movie?
0: The 20 minutes that Bradley Cooper is in that movie is the best of
1: any movie Mm
0: -hmm. of this year. Is it, it though, or is it just like he's
1: doing exactly what you think Bradley Cooper is going to do? And it's just like, why am I... And that's exactly what I want. Like,
2: let's let's (laughs) fucking go. It wasn't what I thought he was going to do. I didn't know what he was going to do. He was such an unpredictable character. I had no idea what he was going to do. He was going to fly off the handle. It was fucking great.
1: His his best work this year was being full frontal next to... um, in uh, Nightmare Alley, that's, that's his best work this year, just to say it. I'm just going to put it out there. That's all I got to say.
0: Yeah, I mean, Ben Affleck's best work was also the side peen and Gone Girl for you, right?
1: Uh, I mean, hello. <laughs> well, no, obviously. Yeah. I mean, you, but you can't not say Rosamund Pike was iconic in, in her role. My God. She speaks for all of us in her rage. Yeah. yeah.
0: What I want to get to here is getting to. I want to know. I want to know Zach's top three. What? Well, mm-hmm. that, that, that's what mm-hmm. that's what we're going to do now and so what i want to do now that we've kind of discussed at least the ones that we have some strong feelings about both what we will win versus what should win in our own minds and you know we're we're all very interested to hear zach's what will win because so we're going to save him for last um you know i'll just say up front that i still think the power of the dog is going to win i know coda has a ton of momentum um but I, I still think the power of the dog is going to win. What do I think should win? Uh, drive My Car for me was my favorite movie of the bunch. Um, I thought it was absolutely beautiful. And I don't mind reading uh, like Zach. So, you know, Beam, how do you feel? I didn't do any reading. So Drive My Car is what I... <laughs> That's the most shocking movie watching experience I've ever heard about, honestly. Like when you told me yesterday, I was just like, what in the actual fuck,
1: dude? And I saw glitter in the theaters, and that's (laughs) this is still more shocking.
0: Anyway, so
2: that's the one I want to. But
1: I, I, what what do you think will win? I think it's gonna be power of the dog. If if it's not, I'm gonna be kind of surprised. Should win is hard. Like I said, this is a weird, I I feel. Kind of lukewarm about this list. I, I, I don't think it will win, obviously.
2: Subtitles, you would understand.
1: Well, no, loved, I did love Drive My Car, but I guess I would say should win, actually, if we hadn't been lied to about the presence of Zendaya in the movie, I would say do. I just think it was like mm-hmm. a beautiful, just a beautiful film, just a beautiful film to watch and like could not have enjoyed. in, in it was, And it's like, you know, wild and over the top and all those things, like very spectacle. I think if I'm going like with trends, I'm going to say will win is coda. Um, certainly would not be surprised if Power of the Dog won. And again, as I said, I often think that the best director's film should also probably win best film. So, yeah.
0: I mean, it only makes sense, right? Like they helmed the best movie of the exactly. year and made the exactly. best movie of the year. So like, why wouldn't those be linked in my head? Like, it, nah,
3: it just it's, doesn't make sense. Yeah, agreed. Agreed.
0: Uh, The moment we've all been waiting for, Zach, talk to us. What do you think is going to win here?
3: So I think Coda is going to win, and this is purely based on uh, what I've read online, Twitter, trends, and Power of the Dog getting bashed by a lot of people lately. Right? Like Power of the Dog, I probably would have said early on, but it does seem like there's backlash against power. Are you involved. in the
1: Sam? You're in the Sam Elliott hive. <laughs> oh my! God. I,
3: I I am in the sense that I love him as an actor. I don't I don't know like that. We're talking about take quakes. That was the hottest take I've ever heard from a guy who I don't know. I thought was pretty level headed is that you say an actor and
1: not an actual cowboy or like yeah, a spokesperson for the west
3: i just well, want to I mean, say
0: real quick while we're on the topic of sam elliott sam elliott in roadhouse is the
1: best thing that oh i've ever fucking seen i just want to say to sam elliott sir you were in the golden compass movie shut up <laughs> talking to a cgi jackrabbit if i recall please be quiet
3: now i do agree with his point about i think it was his point maybe someone else's about shooting in new zealand instead of the actual rocky mountains which was weird um but maybe that was something to do with COVID, or i don't know they couldn't pay enough or they didn't want to pay for it but it was um, to do
0: with COVID because new zealand had no rules at that point Gotcha.
1: And if you're and if you're gonna tell me naked cowboys is a downside of a movie, then you're not gonna win <laughs> me over with your argument because I could well, spend a lot more time with those boys.
3: It's also stupid. It's stupidly dated. We already had Brokeback Mountain win. Like this has been established. It's
1: or should it's, have won at least. Traffic. Oh, won, wait, did it not win? Traffic Didn't. Traffic no, won. The crash one won. Of those,
3: oh, no, oh, crash, rather, not crash, traffic. Crash. The greatest winner of all time. Love that movie. <laughs> Between Crash and,
1: and, you know, uh, Green Book, there's sometimes some real real movies that don't discuss that. Isn't that great? Isn't that just Green Book? I mean, aren't they the same movie? Mm
3: -hmm. Corey and I have had our Crash argument before. I'm a staunch supporter. But anyway, (gasps) so my, oh, should win or probably will win, I think, Coda over uh, Power the Dog, just based on momentum. Oh, the one that I think should win, like my personal favorite, was actually King Richard. That movie, I, I don't know why. Maybe it's because I had low expectations. I really did have low expectations going in that movie. I thought it was tremendous. Will Smith was awesome in it. Uh, there are several moments that tug at the heartstrings. And I thought everybody's performance was phenomenal, even the little girls, down to them being able to play tennis convincingly, which is, I mean, like Corey knows, we've talked about this all the time. Like sports movies' biggest flaws tend to be when they hire actors who can't play the sport, and it is glaringly obvious, those girls could play. Um, oh, what's his, uh, John Bernthal was phenomenal in, yep. in a role. Oh,
1: so, Ellis taught herself how to play t- tennis. I, I agree, but you know, we were talking before about um, artistic achievements, which you know, and you agreed with that. Would you say this really rose above another sportsman? Is this better than? No, not miracle. No. That's just the first thing that comes to mind. But, like, is it better than any other sport, inspirational sports movie?
3: No, I think, I think what you're getting me to admit is that this, this class of 10 nominees isn't that great, which is why I think King Richard should win because it's to me, I mean, in my mind, the best of the 10. But, um, no, if you're, if I don't know, if we're comparing this to the recent winners, pick one. Like, no, it, it certainly wouldn't be the best, best picture winner of, of the last decade.
0: Mm hmm. Yeah, so know. to give my completely balanced take, which I feel like I have, one, I really enjoyed King Richard. My only problem with it, with it was like there's no complexity to it. It really Zero. doesn't
1: because, because because they cut out the truth. like they cut, first of all he intentionally moved them to that neighborhood. They live in a perfectly normal like uh, middle class upper middle class neighborhood before that. Like all the stuff that was interesting and complicated about him, they cut out to make him more palatable.
0: Exactly. And the only interesting scene was the one where it got complex between him and Anjanew when they have the argument in the kitchen. Like, that's the best scene in the movie. And the only one that has any, like, nuance about how his actions could actually go the other way. And I know Venus and Serena have turned out great and they're very successful, but there's still complexity to explore there.
3: I don't think we've seen a movie, though. I don't think maybe I'm mistaken but a movie where it truly features like the overbearing parent over and this is oftentimes the father who works his kids to death but they actually become incredible athletes as a result because that I mean having been an athlete that's a that's a fascinating story to me and something with my own daughters that I'm going to have to grapple with I'm gonna want to work their asses to death because I want them to be the best but also I don't want to be that psycho who's you know torturing them essentially and I thought that part even though we knew we knew it because we followed the Williams sisters forever it's still it was still very interesting to see and it was also very I really liked I really liked watching how fucking frustrating their father could be in negotiating their future uh, working with coaches where coaches obviously have the best intentions or the best They have the best intentions and the girl's best uh, interests at heart. They're, I mean, they're pro tennis coaches and yet their father is trying to override these guys. He's trying to constantly correct what these coaches, these premier level coaches are telling them, which is something again, Corey and I probably saw on the field, our entire lives growing up where you have these psycho parents who think they know more than coaches that they are paying thousands of dollars.
0: But doesn't this movie posit that he was right and the coaches were wrong?
1: no the, uh, the I, didn't, I didn't that think in that. how it's it's and how it's written the movie in the yeah. movie you know actually I, I would have loved to see like a reckoning with okay where was he wrong or you know i also thought it and it chose to end in the strangest anticlimactic it, place i look what was yeah. it? it was such a weird ending
3: i agree it was it, the ending was a little weak and i thought it was an interesting decision to not really focus on serena and make the bulk mm-hmm. of the movie about venus it makes sense because this is how their story got started, and it was Venus first, which led into Serena. But there could have been more Serena, given what we know about her. Like she's the best of all time, and we didn't really get to see much of her.
0: But that adds I into would, the complexity, right? Because like, where did he go wrong with Venus that maybe well, like, he corrected did. with Serena? Right? He
3: didn't go wrong with Venus. Venus started getting hurt. That was one of her big problems.
1: Yeah, I think, and it just happens. Serena is maybe just the better of the two. You know, I mean, like, I know I would uh zach i'm gonna have to direct you to see a gypsy if you want to see a story of an overbearing mother who really whips her daughter into shape my god what a musical
3: just saying okay all right i'm it. so dune by the way is my my very close second uh because dune was by far the most unique of all of these movies and <laughs> it, it fits a category that i absolutely love that i like to call sophisticated sci-fi so not your mm-hmm. star wars not your um whoa star wars is sophisticated no but like but like a rival it's like blade yeah. runner or
0: the sci-fi with another. ideas yeah
3: yes yeah so i thought dune was a phenomenal the reason why i wouldn't peg it to win best picture is you can't like you said Corey, you can't have a part one win best picture it didn't end it's it's world building which i absolutely love you'll hook me every time when you show me world building in a movie that I know is going to have sequels, but it like, yeah, you can't win best picture there.
1: And we we just didn't get enough Zendaya. And my God, will Stellan Skarsgard live in my nightmares?
3: <laughs> Forever. Oh my God. Forever. It, the absolute Fine. best. Fine. Um, the cinematography. If it doesn't win cinematography, I'm gonna be pissed actually. When that, he's up
1: in that corner of the ceiling. Woo.
3: Yeah. Oh my god. What are uniquely... do you doing? What a unique looking villain! Like I've never seen something something like that.
1: He reminded me of I. May, nobody else may have ever seen this movie. It's one of those things that used to always be on HBO. Nothing but trouble. It was like Chevy Chase and Dan. Oh, it's Dan
0: Aykroyd. It's fucking With those, with those terrifying
1: <laughs> twins who lived in like the garbage dump. Yeah. that's what he kind of looked like. Oh, I. You know, we've got to. we you know, after um, we've got to reckon with this whole fat suit thing after Colin Farrell and the Penguin. But uh-huh. wow, 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 wow. Just wow.
3: Okay. Yeah, uh, awesome. the score was phenomenal, too. Dune was awesome. I, it's probably it, it actually probably was my favorite movie. But if I were to pick an Oscar winner, it would be King Richard. However, if I guess which one wins, it's Coda. Wait, which one was number three for you? Oh, don't look up. Oh, OK. I oh, don't, wow. don't look up. I found hysterical. Um, I just I think there's no, there's no way it could win because it's a little too on the nose. And obviously it pissed off half the country because they realized it was about them. So, it, yeah, it was a little too on the nose to be a perfect comedy, So but it, was, it was really damn funny.
0: So I just want to say here about Don't Look Up, like, A, yes, it was on the nose, but to steal a line from Seven, you have to hit people over the head with a fucking sledgehammer these days to make them get it. So, yeah, yes
3: and no. But, but
1: who was it? What audience? It was already speaking to an audience that agreed to who, So, like, exactly. okay,
3: man. Fair like, enough. But no, also, that's exactly it. It's every, it knows that everyone watching is going to agree with it because Republicans aren't going to see that movie.
0: (laughs) Well, everyone has Netflix, but also second of all, you know, as a person with a scientific background, like I just, this nails a feeling of like, why don't you get it? And it's also the reaction of the critics. Like, why are you not getting this? And like this idea of just hammering your head against the wall, like I'm fucking telling you what this is and you're not understanding and it, like it just captures that feeling and honestly the reaction to it just like crystallizes that feeling like to me it's so good it really is it's not like a bad movie in any way yes have, it's have you
1: see, I, I don't disagree with you Corey and I think there are parts I think though it goes so broad like I actually I, oh, no surprise off, coming off Nightmare Alley loved Cate Blanchett and I I really do not enjoy Tyler Perry and thought the two of them were wonderful together. And so funny, I don't think, I think Leo's performance was, it was a tough, it was tough to swallow. Um, but here's my thing with it: like in terms of being a great movie, what were all the cutaways to the random things all around earth? Like it was felt messy. It felt like, this, like obviously the big short was where he you know began this style, but also like it was really great crystallization of this kind of style. And mm-hmm. I just, this, this one felt so, lazy and just like cutting away to flowers growing for no reason it just like it felt unfocused and like exactly yeah good satire is tight and no, it's, completely fair it's to reason. the point and i think that is really my issue with it is like it could have been a lot better you had amazing performers in this movie and i I think that last scene at the dinner table is moving and I, I i found my you know i didn't think i'd find myself moved by it and i was still like a little bit speechless after watching it for a while because it was, it t- it was hard it was tough, but like I also thought that was such a tonal shift. Like I thought the movie didn't almost didn't earn that yeah that part. But well, the- I like
0: that it just didn't pull its punch at the end. Like oh something miracle. Like it had to end that way, so it made sense to me. Right. So I didn't like have a problem with that. But I do I do agree with you that like it is a mess. Um, Big Short is a much better movie.
1: In even Vice, like, well, I know people didn't love it, but even Vice I thought was... No, Vi-
0: Vice was also quite good in my mind. Um, Yeah. But I, I do like don't look up and I just want to push back against the haters. Like, that is the point. Like, yeah.
3: It, right, to be over the top, yeah.
0: Yeah, and to smack you over the head polemic. with this very real thing.
1: But I don't think that being a polemic is ever the way to go with the movie. You know what I mean? Like, also Mark Rylance in that movie was kind of everything. <laughs> like, he was... It so, so was so good.
3: Do so yourselves hot. a favor and watch the Meryl Streep outtakes where she just improvises new lines in the same scene over and over and over <laughs> again. It's the funniest shit ever. And I was telling Corey this over text. Like, I think Meryl Streep is slightly overrated because we view her as by far the best uh, actress of all time because she's won so many, or she's been nominated so many times. So I have a whole Meryl Streep take. But in this movie, she is goddamn hysterical and incredible. Uh, the, the knock actually, I would say about this movie, Corey, similar to what you were saying is, uh, the best performances were, were not the leads at all, not even close. So mm-hmm. everything I remember about the movie is Meryl Streep, Jonah Hill. Um, you could end it there Those, those yeah. two together. Oh, yeah. Mark Rylands. Mark Rylands. <laughs> I'm sorry,
1: but also oh, Kate Blanchett and Kate Blanchett was doing, doing things in that movie that really moved me.
2: You also can't ignore the fact that this had one of the best end of credits scene of all time. <laughs> yeah, it really did. True. Which
3: I didn't expect. It's hysterical that it went the Marvel route. Yeah. I,
2: I didn't see that coming at all. You know, No, listen, I don't disagree that this was a good movie and that it didn't accomplish what it was meant to accomplish. It's just... I was surprised to
1: see it nominated for Best Picture. It's not his... It's by far not... It's not a best picture, yeah. and it's not his best work. Whatsoever. It's kind of like
3: right. Scorsese winning with *The Departed*. That's not necessarily his best movie, but he—it was like a lifetime achievement award. But *The Departed* was, but *The
1: part it was good. You yeah. know what I mean?
3: yeah. Oh yes, yeah. And I think that's that's the—he's not going to. It's
1: obviously he's not going to win best film, but like right. also Adam think,
0: McKay after three movies doesn't have a lifetime achievement award. Coming. No, he needs know, to
3: make like eight more. You know what I mean? It's just he's yeah. finally no, I, nominated. I do, I do.
0: The Big Short was his best movie by far. Yeah. It's
3: so good. For sure. Absolutely.
2: Can I just bring up one thing just in regards to West Side Story? Now I enjoyed West Side Story. <laughs> but Thank you. I thought it was better as a, like, so the remake, better as a movie, better as the scenes, the, you know, different acting and just like it as a movie as a whole. The musical parts, though, I didn't like as much as I did as the original. You've seen, you seen, the, seen the original. Yeah, dude, I actually really liked West Side Story. So I was Did he like, see
1: it on mute? Yes, he did. So this is the first time he's heard the music. But listen, he's seen it Oh,
2: I have seen the original. I remember seeing it uh I
3: wondering why they're talking about Jets. I thought
2: <laughs> I saw it as part of a music class I like, got a long time ago. Uh I don't know if it's nice or whatever, but I remember seeing it and really enjoying it, so I was looking forward to this remake actually to see what Steven Spielberg was going to do with it. And I just thought the, the actual musical parts, uh, the original did it better.
1: I think, I think there were times yes and no, like, I think uh, I really, my least favorite song is the, what's it? Cool it boy, that song. But I think that the way they did it on that kind of like doc with missing, like there was like real tension. There were scenes that were great. I thought the dance, the, the dance in the gym was wonderful. And I think, Oh, that Um, wonder
0: when he just tracks him coming into the gym, fucking right. Just there's a lot. There's a lot to
1: recommend it, but agree. Yeah, there's also, you know, I feel like, and maybe it's just because it came out last year, so it was on my mind. I also, you know, America felt a little bit like, uh, oh my god, the Lin Manuel Miranda Miranda movie from last summer, in the heights. Like it, it, it's it's unfortunately like suffers from comparison, which not that movie, but you know, it felt. So I agree with you, Beam, on. It's like half and half for me there. But I I, I thought it was a beautifully directed movie. And I really think that they justified its existence for me, at least.
2: Completely agree. Yeah, it was just it was something that I noticed while watching it.
0: I mean, my Mm -hmm. big thing with it was like, I've seen this movie in some capacity between the Broadway stage high school plays of both Romeo and Juliet and this because this is just Romeo and Juliet with racism that I've just seen it like a thousand times at this point. And it's, it's hard to make me interested in it, but Steven Spielberg did direct the shit out
1: of it. And I will give him that. That's his most interesting work in a, in a while.
3: I was going to say, Spielberg hasn't been good for a while either. I actually it's quite, no Horse, I quite like the but, post, you know.
0: but oh, War Warhorse was terrible. Like, actually awful.
1: I hated that movie. What was Should we talk about AI? Was the post oh, about the Washington Post, the Meryl Streep, Washington Post, uh, Corey.
3: Or what were they breaking? The Pentagon the, papers. Uh, Pentagon papers. Oh, the Pentagon papers. That's right. That's right. And the movie was
1: fine. A little by the numbers, but it was a good movie. Mm-hmm. Like it wasn't groundbreaking. This I knew. Like was, I think this one, like you know, obviously in really using New York, and it didn't feel like sets. There's a lot. It just felt to me. I don't know. I thought I thought it was like really beautifully directed. It reminded you what he could do. Like why he's so good at spectacles. Are there any stubs we can think of that movies that we wished had actually been nominated that uh? Weren't? uh
3: yes, but you guys are going to laugh at me.
1: No, real, real things that could have been nominated. Yes,
3: Spider-Man: Homecoming could have been nominated. Oh, we talked,
1: we thought, uh, we talked about that. No Way Home. I, I love that movie. Really thought, totally thought it could have, should or could No have, Way Home. Yeah.
3: Um,
1: Told you about that.
3: Yeah, I absolutely love that movie. And
1: agreed. Agreed. Most
3: Marvel Marvel movies, I I do, but that one was especially good. I think that movie also
1: made you feel something, which uh, yeah, you know, and that's not obviously not always the case with with many of them.
3: Let's see what else. I had a couple. I had a couple honorable mentions. Definitely not Venom two. That movie was a major disappointment. So much fun. (laughs) (laughs) I'm trying to think of populist movies that could have been nominated, but this wasn't. This overall wasn't a great year for for movies. Like I don't know if, if you guys talked about this, but like. I don't know. I think because of COVID, a lot of things got pushed off, and this wasn't that great of a year.
0: My only legit one that isn't like my weird indie taste is Pig. I really do think
1: Pig. I was going to say that was an excellent movie.
0: It's excellent. It's excellently directed, excellently acted, phenomenally written. Like I honestly loved Pig, and think you know it could slide in instead of Belfast,
1: at least in my mind. Um, Needed. We needed to have the Fight Club part taken out of it, but other than that. Even oh, though that Flight was Club hysterical, was no, no, but it was so stupid. But it like, was. it took. But like, agreed, it was just a really such an affecting movie, like in it a way was. that I could not have imagined.
3: So okay, so I did. I have two that I think could have been nominated, but I don't think deserve to to win. I just think they're like as good as some of the other ten. And it was, uh, or they were, uh, the last duel. I actually enjoyed. I thought I mean, that was, was going to
1: make game. a joke about that being. Done. <laughs>
3: I, like, I didn't, it it was not, it did not deserve all the hate it got. And again, this could be and a movie fun. where my expectations were so low that I liked it better than I thought I, I would. And that's why. Um, the other one was, oh, again, expectations really low. House of Gucci, a lot of fucking fun. Love that movie. It, <laughs> a lot like, of fun, but it,
1: not a best movie.
3: No, definitely not a best picture, but like more enjoyable. And I was far more engaged with that than I was Belfast or... Or drive my car or West Side Story. Sorry,
1: Corey. Any movies for you you feel like besides Big that was snubbed?
0: Not that's not just my weird indie taste. Like I loved Saint Maud and I loved Test Pattern, but like it's just I was
1: gonna say Test Pattern. You like love, love that movie. I did.
0: I'm but I mean, no way. It's it's not never gonna win. So, like, yeah, but it's it's a great movie. Love it. Uh, theme
2: of you. I think Pig, and I, I'm actually kind of surprised this hasn't been mentioned. Worst person in the world. I Oh, hell yeah. Oh,
1: well, that's not... But yeah, that, I think that just went without saying. I will say outside of Pig, which I absolutely came to me as well, I actually thought direction, acting, just pure energy, Zola, was wonderful. Agreed. Loved Zola. Love to, I'd love to see a movie like that actually be nominated and recognized. Um, God, it was such a, such a fun, smart like compact movie you know what i mean it, it didn't wear out welcome it had that strange enigmatic ending which just like it was right oh god the performances are amazing
0: oh that yeah. just that just reminded me um red rocket and come on come on but, but do you feel like red rocket was best movie i thought it was good probably not no, but simon rex simon Hanzarine rex should Hanzarine have been uh, best actor He was so
1: good. Uh, Like I actually, like to me, Tangerine was like a real accomplishment of a movie. And I just like, and I know people love Florida Project, but this was not maybe his best movie. I thought it was so funny. I'm trying, it was hysterical. I'm trying to think, oh, I would have, I truly think, would have liked to see and truly think that Flea should be in there in terms of best movies of the year.
0: Agreed. And I think they should just stop this ridiculous idea that documentaries and narrative pictures like documentaries also deserve to be
1: in best picture.
0: Like percent, hundred percent, it's a ridiculous kind of delineation. Um,
1: and flea was amazing. It's just, a spe- it's such a special, it's such a special movie.
3: So on that note, would you like, what about a movie like Encanto, which was a phenomenal animated movie, oh, I mean, yeah. geared geared more towards children, but like a movie like that, which is appealing to adults too. Like if you take your kid or have your kid watch it, it actually is entertaining
1: Beauty and the Beast was nominated. uh, I believe at least one, if not more of the toy stories were nominated. Yeah, I agree. Like I don't, I I liked Encanto to me. It wasn't like one of the best Disney movies of all time, but like, Mm -hmm. certainly I do agree that Disney and Pixar like, I would have given, uh, actually have to look at the year to say this for sure. But to me, Wally is one of the greatest movies ever made. And I, I would have uh... given that, uh, I, I still prefer Wally over up. So I really liked, um, because thought Wally was so unique, and it, like Up became somewhat
3: expected. Oh, my God, Up Talk in about execution. The dick in the first fifteen Wa- minutes. Wally was
1: was was. Wally. Wally's beyond. It's a silent movie that becomes something else, and it's just. It's I animated.
0: It. Two thousand one, a space <laughs> Odyssey, and it's fucking wonderful.
1: It's animated. So yeah, like, like to me, that's the best. That's the best film of the year. Like, I would that ever win? No, but um, one movie I'm surprised about that seemed so Oscar-y but really didn't get traction. I'm surprised the Green Knight like didn't become yeah. an actual saying. It's such an it seems it's so. And first of all, the Tell, great actor, but it's such an Oscar movie in in my in a sense to me.
3: I think that one might have actually been too small for the Oscars because mm-hmm. I don't know a single person. It, not surprised you guys have seen it, but I don't know a single person who watched it or even knew it existed. I did because I don't know. I follow random shit, um, but yeah, that, I think that one was hurt because it was just so small it didn't have the marketing yeah yeah
0: all right so we have discussed it all and it is time for us to get out of here zach and Corey, thank you so much for joining us and for giving your very opposing viewpoints it was just delightful to have <laughs> you two kind of going against one another did not Thanks expect for
1: having that. us did not expect zach <laughs> oh that was good uh, you really you really brought you brought something new to this conversation i appreciated it
3: See, I, I'm an I'm a natural energy bringer, and that's all I wanted to provide. So I'm glad I could that's do right. that for you guys. Yeah, you energy.
0: Right. Yeah, and I, I I think this dynamic was a good one. Um, so we're gonna get out of here. You can follow us on Instagram at Back Porch Media, and Twitter at Porchback Media, and you can follow us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and all those things. And you can like and you can review and you can rate if you feel like it, because those are just things that are nice to do. Um, really
2: help us out.
0: Yeah. For Which sure. you all do, i think yeah i mean it, it doesn't cost anything just click the five stars thing you're not doing anything <laughs> anyway uh we're gonna get out of here thanks so much and uh see y'all bye everyone see ya.